there's a neglected sales tactic that actually yields incredible dividends. And on this week's episode of the Sales Playbook Podcast, we're going to go there. My name is Paul Castain from Castain Training Systems, and I'm the author of the YourSalesPlaybook.com blog and your host for the Sales Playbook Podcast. I've personally trained over 50,000 sales reps, sales leaders, and business owners to sell more. So get your playbooks ready because school is now in session. This week's episode of the Sales Playbook Podcast is actually sponsored by a bit of a mystery. I actually have a big announcement that I'm going to make at the end of the podcast. I'm going to tell you all about it. But in the meantime, I want to make sure that you guys are taking full advantage of all the freebies that I offer. So this is obviously one of the freebies. If you want... To be able to access this podcast through your favorite podcast platform, whether it be Spotify or Audible or Apple Podcasts, Player FM, Pandora, whatever the heck it is, Google Podcasts, I can just keep going on and on and on. If you go to my website, I have the links so that you could check it out for yourself. YourSalesPlaybook.com slash app. Next up on our housekeeping list, our housekeeping items, if you will, is um, if you'd like to subscribe to my free sales tips. And by the way, on my blog over at YourSalesPlaybook.com slash blog, um, I've been blogging there since 2008. We're coming up in November. It'll be 14 years. And um, I believe... There's like 4,600 or so blog posts. So you can check them all out there. And finally, if you'd like to subscribe uh, to the free sales tips that I offer, simply visit YourSalesPlaybook.com slash subscribe. Now, if you find value in today's episode, could you please forward this along to your sales team? That would be one of the best ways. It's kind of, to me, like having the tip jar and going in and, you know, blessing me with a few bucks, right? In this case, you're going to bless me with uh, some new subscribers, and uh, certainly we could help get the word out. So that's a long time for me to be beating around the bush. I want to get down to business today. It's going to be a shorter podcast, by the way. Um, And what I wanted to say is this, and, and I lead off with this concept a lot. Please, especially today with what I'm going to tell you, don't ever fall into the sales 101 trap. And I also call it the I've heard that before trap. That Now, this whole sales 101 trap, the I heard it before trap, is when you come across information like you're going to today and you might be, oh, I heard that already. Or that's sales 101. Oh, I learned that at the very beginning of my sales career. You know, that kind of thing. Don't ever confuse knowing something or having heard it a million times with doing it, right? Big difference there. So today I'm going to share a tip. I'm sure you've heard about the concept But either A, you're not doing it, or B, you're not doing it in the way that I'm going to suggest that you do it. So here it is. 
If you want to kind of fast forward your results and just kind of you know get on like a faster track to success it's there's actually a very simple thing that you can do and here it is model the people who are getting the results you want model successful sales reps right duh but now there's kind of three steps that i'm going to offer for you kind of you know three things you should do in other words how you can model them the first thing is you know call a successful sales rep i mean especially within your own organization unless it doesn't make sense for you to call them because you're right there in the damn office with them right so you know many of you you work in large sales organizations what i would do if you guys have a leaderboard i would just take the top 20 Right? You could even start, start with the top 10 or the top five, but just to keep yourself bitty, bitty you got to stay bitty, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, it's always cool when you can laugh at, at, at your shortcomings, right? So uh, one of the things uh, that, I mean, if you want to stay, you know, keep yourself busy with an S, one of the things you could do is you could take like the top 10 or the top 20 on the leaderboard. And before you call them, don't just pick up the phone. Email them and make, you know, make an appointment with them because they're busy. You want to value their time. Plus, you want to have a quality conversation, not one where everybody's on the fly. You want to prep for it and you want to speak with them. But think about it. If you can put together kind of a top, even a top 10 list of the sales reps in your organization and you were to call one of these reps every single week, you've got a 10-week training session for yourself or 10 you know 10-week training program for yourself now here's the thing when it comes to modeling successful people and if you're in a place where you could write this down safely not if you're driving um i want you to jot this down because it's a big mistake and believe me i know a lot about modeling successful sales reps because i have conducted tons of best practices studies in organizations where I come in, I look at their top performers, and then I dissect what makes them tick. What's their DNA look like so that, number one, they can hire more people like their top performers, but for the rest of the organization that we can create a training program that's going to you know create more of these people where we can clone the rock stars. How cool would that be, right? So... But I've learned a lot about this over the years. And uh, the thing I want to tell you about speaking with someone who's successful in anything, you have to help them deconstruct their success. I want to say that again. You have to help them deconstruct their success. Now, what I mean by that is that most people right all of us are creatures of habit we just you know whether we're getting the wrong results as as a result of of those habits or the right results we tend to have patterns and we tend to have rituals and we tend to you know do things a certain way but we might not be aware of it so a lot of the time when you're talking to a successful person 
they'll start off, they're not trying to be, you know, most of them anyway, are not trying to be evasive, right? They just they they just generalize a lot anybody does not 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 even just the successful people so if you were to ask them a question you might get something like you know well i just get out there and make it happen right yeah but what what the hell does that look like what is it oh okay i'll just go make it happen thank you for your time no you know you have to dissect that or you know with the prospecting you know you're, you're trying to find out what 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 you know makes you an animal with the prospecting well i don't take no for an answer well give me you know give me an example of that what are you talking about let's take you know and just drill down with them so that's a very big thing with successful people and certainly people that you're going to be modeling and calling them whatever the other thing that i just wanted to say if your company especially now we're really um yeah we're we're two years into the pandemic but we've really come a long way to the point where a lot of you guys now are back to your sales conferences and stuff and i know because i've been getting calls to speak at them so i'm not sitting here uh guessing <laughs> i've been there man don't bullshit me i've seen it i've been there with you man but the thing is that you should do it's not just about phone calls when you're going to these conferences again you should almost make a wish list okay i'm going to this conference and i really want to make sure that i speak with you know mary smith and you know bob jones or whatever and what you do is reach out to them ahead of time and ask if you guys could go grab a beer or a coffee or, you know, sit down and, you know, when everybody's meeting for breakfast in the morning, if you can kind of sit with them and, and just, you know, pick their brain a little bit. The last thing that I want to say about that is um, I'll never forget the first time I learned how important it is to do that when you're at back then we used to call them sales conventions but when you're at these sales conferences within your company or whatever it's amazing how much our own egos get in the way of learning I think for some people they feel that going to somebody and saying hey how do you do it right I mean dude you know you you know or do that you know, you've been in the top 10. You know, you're number one, you're number two, whatever it is. How do you do it? They think somehow that me- that equates to going over to somebody and saying, I am inferior. You know, I can't wipe the dog shit off your shoes. You know, I suck. I'm horrible. I am not worthy. You know, I mean, like, get over that shit. Seriously. And And when I first learned this, I was at the sales conference and I'll never forget these these assholes that were, you know, we, we were all like offside and we're at a bar and we're having a couple of beers and a couple of the guys point to this guy and go, could you believe that's our number one sales rep two years in a row? Like they're almost looking at him like, like as if you have to look a certain way to be number one, right? I mean, I, I didn't get that. I thought that was just like, all right, we're, now we're getting dicky, right? And they're going on like, like, like just, just by appearance. Like that's the number one sales rep. And I'll never forget, I start walking over toward the guy and the group of people I was there with, they're like, where are you going, Castan? And I'm like, I'm going to buy the guy a beer, man. I want to, you know, I want to crack the freaking code. And um, I sat with the guy and 
I was able to learn things from this guy. He was actually one of two people that I was able, three people, I'm sorry, to model within the organization that brought me from a ranking of like 60th in the company out of, say, 375 reps internationally into uh, 12th worldwide. And, you know, that, that's what happened. Now, the, the, the other thing, you remember I said you have to deconstruct. The other thing, and this is just a good life's lesson for you when you're learning things, stop looking for the big, sexy answer. Many times when we're seeking knowledge, we think it has to be this big thing. Oh, my gosh, what a re- revelation. You know, the heavens opened up and the hand of God handed me this information. Oh, my gosh. Really doesn't work that way. Or the information is just like so sophisticated and sexy. Like, wow, wait till they get a load of me. I'm here to tell you after having interviewed, I don't even know how many people for best practices studies. Seriously, I've really lost count. I've been doing best practices studies since it's formally. I've been doing them since 2008. And damn, before that, informally, I I don't even know. Seriously, because as a sales rep, I just, you know, like to know what made people tick and what, what, you know, what made them number one or number two or consistently in the top 10. So, you know, you just have to beware of the information, you know, being, you know, it's going to be little things most of the time. And that's a big difference with top performers. They're willing to do the big things and not necessarily the big sexy things, the big answer, the thing like, oh my gosh, I've never heard of that before. That's amazing what this person is doing. Uh, There are many things that when you study these folks that would lead you on the surface to say, duh, but again, if you do that reality check, well, is it duh and I'm doing it or is it done? I really need to stop saying duh and effing do it. So that's step number one, right? Call them meet them for a beer if you can if they're local have you know a cup of coffee with them uh you know have lunch or whatever uh a kinish perhaps or small danish pastry uh might be good pastry i said uh the second thing that you can do of course is uh shadow them now back in the day i you know worked in you know an outside sales model and i had a local office that I worked out of and I was very fortunate because the number two rep worldwide worked with me so I asked my boss if it would be okay if I approached him and went out in the field and shadowed him and uh, he said sure and I talked to the rep and he, he was just very humble and very eager to you know share what what made him number two and um, I have to say in his case I really did find the big sexy answer, you know, because he was doing some stuff that I just never heard of. And once I started doing it, not only did it just accelerate my progress there, but after I left there, I mean, it. I mean, if I were to put a price tag on 
what this has meant to me in commissions over the last almost 30 years. I'm sorry, 25 years. Uh, it would be insane how much money I've made on this. And then if we wanted to get more dramatic, I could, you know, if I could put a dollar amount on what people made that I taught it to. But yeah, by by shadowing him. Now, you might be thinking, okay, Paul, thanks for the back in the day chat. Good talk, old timer. Good going, boomer. Um, which I can't think of a more dickish statement than that, by the way. It's like I, I've never had it said to me, but I almost want to say, okay, tween, right? It's just, anyway, like how to be a dick in one sentence or less. But anyway, um, the other thing that you could do that as far as shadowing someone is, you know, if if your organization does Zoom meetings and WebExes, is, is, you know, as far as their demos and things like that, you know, hit the record, ask them to hit the record button so that you could at least, I mean, if you can't sit in on it live, even if you can sit in on it live, I just think it would be good to review that. Now, if you're a sales manager listening to this, you should have everybody in your organization hitting the record button on those meetings. And the reason, there's a lot of reasons why you should do that, by the way. First of all, the person facilitating that meeting, they should always review their game tape. I just think that there's no downside to that. Secondly, this could, the rest of the team can benefit from it because you could share these and you could learn from each other. You could also get feedback from the rest of the team right? That's a good thing for that. How about the new reps that come into the organization and you want to create a training library? Yeah. You know, we can we can do theoretical stuff all day long. And, and quite frankly, you should have some of that in there, like the theory of sales and all that selling skills. But how about have them view what you would deem, you know, a perfect demo or whatever. It's this way they could learn beyond just what you're teaching them or whatever. And finally, I think your prospect or client could benefit from having that recording sent to them. It's almost like, you know, here are my notes. I want to give you a copy of it, right? So that's an important thing that, that you can certainly do and why you should do it. So that would be shadowing. So step number one would be, you know, get in touch with these performers in your organization or whatever and, you know, call them, right? You know, I mean, start with an email, call a successful rep, meet up with them at your sales conferences. And then step number two, you know, when you can shadow some of these people, like if you're in a position to actually go, if you're in an outside sales model, if you could go on some sales calls with them, that would be fantastic. If not, um, you know, you could certainly, you know, see if you could, you know, kind of be a quiet observer of you know any of the online meetings that they do and if not then you could maybe they could record it for you one last thing before if you guys want to backtrack for a minute when i did step number one about calling the successful reps or interviewing them or even if you get to shadow them now if you shadow them and they let you be there kind of live instead of dead (laughs) or after the fact what what you really should be able to do is ask them if they can give you 10 minutes afterwards, 15 minutes after for a debrief. So you can kind of question them on some of the things that they were doing, get more information or whatever. And don't forget 
successful sales reps, you really have to help them deconstruct that success. They're going to give you very general things. And remember, it's not just successful people. It's people in general because they're not sitting there all day long saying, oh, there's another little minute detail that makes me effing awesome. No, they just they just show up and kick ass, right? They're not paying attention to every little tiny move. But it's almost like a good interviewer, right? When they're interviewing somebody on TV, they ask the questions that kind of reveal, right? The the whole story. <coughs> so that's it, folks. Your your lesson, if you will, is to start modeling successful salespeople. Don't ever <coughs> let your ego get in the way of that. So I mentioned that I had an announcement, and I do. This is something that in the 11 years that I've owned my business, I have never made public. I've never uh, allowed people to have access to this. This is going to be something very, very unique and something that you can benefit from. Over the years, I have trained over 50,000 sales reps, and that's no joke. I really have. In fact, I was thinking how I really have to update it because I know for a fact it's over 60,000 now, right? But it's a ton of sales reps. But I've also done a substantial amount of best practices studies where I really get into what makes these performers tick. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to be sharing my findings of all those studies and interviews that I've had with people. And um, I'm going to share really the secrets of the world's top sales performers. In fact, that's going to be the name of the course that we're going to be launching on October 3rd. It's a three-session course, okay? And each session is going to be about 60 minutes. And we're going to do it online so you don't have to get on a plane and fly out to meet me. And we're going to do it. It's going to be a total of three sessions. So we'll start on the third. And uh, we're going to wrap up, I think, on the 17th or something like that. But let me tell you how I have this broken down for you, how I have the three sessions. I'm not going to go through every single detail of what I'm going to be sharing. But first of all, in session one, we're going to, for lack of a better phrase, I'm going to talk about how they have their shit together, especially the mental side of it. And there's a lot to that. You know, how do they stay positive? How do they rebound from a setback? Or, you know, how do they handle rejection? We're going to get into how they manage their time. How do they make it all work? These people are a lot busier than you and I, right? They've got a lot of... of you know, balls in the air to juggle. So that's going to be session number one. Now, before I continue, this isn't going to be the kind of course where I say, okay, item number one, they do this differently. Item number two, they do this. Item number three, no. What I'm going to do when I go and categorize it is let's just say, I mean, this should be no revelation to you, that they manage their time very differently than you or I. I'm going to tell you how. I'm going to give you specific things that they do 
that you can implement. This is going to be an action. It's going to be actionable advice, like all of the webinars and, and training that I try to do. Session number two, we're going to talk about how they hunt for new business differently than you or I. Session number three, how they take control of their deals and bring them across the finish line. So again, three sessions, 60 minutes. Now this is like such breaking news right now that I'm sharing with you. I haven't even put up a sales page for this yet. You are literally getting this information hot off the press. Now the course is gonna be for the three sessions and I'm guessing it's got to be at least 75 different actionable pieces of advice. It's going to be $299. Now, if you want to save $50 on this, and instead of $299, you'd like it for uh, $249, what you're going to need to do is send me an email. Because like I said, I don't even have this up on the site yet. But you have a deadline. If you want to save $50, you have until tomorrow, which is September 19th at 5 p.m. Eastern time to get me that email. And you're going to email me, paul at yoursalesplaybook.com. Paul at yoursalesplaybook.com. If you send me that email by the close of business on September 19th, tomorrow, then I will give you a secret link where you can not only reserve your spot in the training, but you could save 50 bucks. Now, one thing I want to point out to you, a lot of the time when I do training, people say, oh man, I got stuff going on. I can't make it. Don't ever let that stop you from signing up for anything that I do, let alone this course, because this is one you don't want to miss. It's something I've never done before. I don't even know what I'm going to be doing again. A lot of the things I do, I don't do a second time. I'm just, there's so much fresh material now that I'm writing that it just doesn't make sense to go and repeat some of these. Um, you know, so, you know, I want you to be aware of that. But um, what what I would suggest that you do is you email me, like I said, paul at yoursalesplaybook.com and then do it by the end of business so that you can save the money. But what I wanted to say is that if you can't make it, I'm going to have these things recorded and at the end of every you know session that I do, within, I'm going to say within an hour of when we complete that session, I send out the recording to everybody. So don't... Don't let that stop you, all right? So with that, I'm Paul from YourSalesPlaybook.com. And wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I forgot one more thing. You remember I said I haven't put this up on the website yet. Now, today, it's September 18th. By September 19th, I'm going to have this up on the website. So again, you're getting this right now, like breaking news. And But the link that I'm going to have up that's going to be posted on September 19th. It's not going to have, you know, the secret link that I just shared here. I don't want the whole world to know about it. You're getting rewarded because you listen to the podcast. You're a humble student of sales. You need to get the discount. But for everybody else, they're going to pay full price. But if you listen to this after September 18th and you'd like to go to the link and learn more about the course, 
Visit YourSalesPlaybook.com slash best practices, all lowercase, all one word, YourSalesPlaybook.com slash best practices. With that, I am Paul Castain from YourSalesPlaybook.com. I am wishing you an incredible week ahead. Go get them. The Sales Playbook Podcast is a Castane Training Systems production. Subscribe to our free sales tips by visiting yoursalesplaybook.com slash subscribe.